Hey everybody and good evening and welcome to episode 16 of the Get Equip Pod Show. Uh, my name is Cody and tonight I am joined by Cassidy. Cass, how are you this evening? I'm good. I'm back from my long voyage on the moon. How was it? Were there, were there, uh, well, geez, what was it? Were there any whales up there? Yeah, and I killed a giant space demon created by hatred. Nice. Did you see the whalers on the moon? There were whales, but no whalers. Oh wow! Missing so opportunity. So they didn't have a didn't have a have harpoons then. Makes me no. very sad. <laughs> so, all right, good deal. Welcome, welcome in. And uh, tonight we are also joined by the lovely saxophonist, sax saxtastic Nick. How you doing tonight, Nick? Doing just fine. Tired from a week of teaching, but that's the usual. So glad to kick back and talk about some games. That sounds that sounds like a very tiring job. <laughs> You're doing be, the Lord's work. Yeah. Uh, with the devious lick trend where I had a fork stolen from me, but other teachers have lost entire computers. Entire computers? Oh, goodness. Like, that's... That's the worst! Oh, my God. You even talk to me about the bathrooms. Yeah, so, um, any, uh, any high schoolers listening to this podcast, please stop it. Your teachers are already in a bad spot. Please vandalize rival schools instead, like we did in the old days. <laughs> you know, a little bit of toilet paper goes a long way. Just use that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Oh, vandalize goodness. the rich kids' houses. <laughs> yes, uh, absolutely. Oh, goodness. All right, so tonight, uh, so we just had a Nintendo Direct this week. Um, and I, most people were kind of predicting that it was going to happen because we always get a September Direct, except for when the world's ending. And now that the world's not as quite ending anymore, we got our September Direct. Uh, yay! And, um, I thought this one was actually a pretty good one. Um, how are y'all feeling about, about the Direct as a whole? I Just, think it was pretty jam-packed full of cool stuff. Yeah, there was a lot of really, really neat stuff in there. Uh, Nick, how are you feeling about it? I did think it also had a lot of really cool stuff in there. It had some very strange turns, but um, overall there were some things I'm pretty excited about in there. Yeah, there were a lot of things in there that I uh, I did not know that I wanted. And that that is something that I, I, we're going to get into a little bit, because there, there was one game in particular that I am just... I'm super jazzed for, and it's something that I didn't know that I wanted, and it's something that I didn't know that I needed, so I am... I'm all in. All the thing 100% I'm most in. excited to talk about involves celebrities. <laughs> okay, maybe, maybe we should save that for last, as opposed to what we had initially uh, said was going to be last. We'll see where okay. the world takes us, because uh, that's... Uh, oh boy! Uh, <laughs> So, okay, so looking at just kind of the recap right here, uh, the, the the direct started off with the reveal of Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. Um, and that is you know, kind of a big expansion for Monster Hunter Rise. And uh, I know, like, Cass, have you, have you played any more Monster Hunter? Have you kind of delved into that game? Uh, pretty much as soon as I got my Xbox, I kind of stopped playing Monster Hunter. Um, oops. But hey, Sunbreak <laughs> looks like it's going to be just as big as Iceborne was for Monster Hunter World, or at least hopefully it will be. So that's cool. That's a lot of content. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 down for it. Like, 
I, I didn't really get super, super into Monster Hunter myself. Um, I, I like I, I tried Rise and it just it didn't grab me the way that I was really hoping it would. Uh, but I do like a lot of the gothic like architecture and everything coming in with the um, uh, coming in with this trailer and uh, the new dragon design looks really cool. Um, Nick, did you did you get into Rise and? So um, Rise was my first Monster Hunter game, and as a result, I've actually become a huge Monster Hunter fan because of it. Nice. Uh, Granted, recently I've mostly been playing Monster Hunter Stories 2, Wings of Ruin, um, just because I love RPGs and the monsters getting... Being able to use the monsters has been fun. But yeah, when I, when I first saw that at first, I was thinking, is this some sort of like vampire game, or is this some sort of Fire Emblem thing? And then you see Rathalos flying in, and I mean, my wife could attest to, I was, I was pumped. And then seeing that big vampiric dragon... Got me very excited. So, having heard about Iceborne and Monster Hunter World, I'm very much looking forward to this. And the fact that it's coming out next summer makes me hopeful it's going to be just as big, or at least close to it. Yeah, with it coming out as late as it's coming out, I was I was like, because this thing, I was like, oh, this is going to be like a Christmas, you know, kind of kind of you know deal. But no, next summer. So that gives me you know kind of an idea. It's like, okay, well, this is going to be this is going to be a little bit bigger than uh <laughs> than than what I thought was going to, uh, what I thought it was going to be. If it uh, follows the Iceborne model, it should be around $30. Good lord. Which is like, but it makes sense, because Iceborne basically added half a game to the game. That's fair. Like, you know, expansions like that, which add a pretty significant uh, addition to the game, it's, that's always welcome, and I, I feel like that's well worth the money. Um, yeah. I mean, the Monster Hunter team—they they treat it with such care. So I'm I'm super excited and looking forward to just all the new monsters, the new worlds. Just everything is going to be—I'm just looking forward to it so much. I yeah. have to admit, when I first saw the trailer, I thought it was going to be announcing a Monster Hunter for Smash. Me I too, mean, actually. That's why I, my the first words out of my mouth were "No way!" when I saw Rathlos, and I thought, "Is one of the Smash fighters going to knock it down?" And then the Hunter comes in. See, like I knew, I knew it wasn't going to be a, um, it was not going to be a, <laughs> a Smash thing. Like I can always tell when it's going to be Smash because, like, you always see that you know this not actual gameplay footage down there on the bottom. So I was like, ah, it's not not Smash, you know. Was, and uh, it was also really interesting because, uh, which we can actually talk about that kind of segue into that. Um, going into this, a lot of people were talking about the, uh, oh, this is when we're going to find out when the final fighter is for Ultimate. But then, like, when it got closer to the, the time of the Direct, I noticed, I'm like, Sakurai hasn't retweeted or said anything about this, uh, <laughs> about this Direct. And I got the feeling, I was like, I don't think the fighter's going to be here. Um, and they ended up doing, uh, doing what I kind of thought they would, which would be announcing the, uh, uh, the, the direct to, to announce the last fighter, the announcement of the announcement, so to say. Um, so, real quick, last minute predictions. Master Chief. Master Chief. Master Chief finishes the fight. I mean, the ta that tagline does not get any better. Nope, it's perfect. Yep. Uh, Nick, who are you feeling? Um, I mean, I just, I have no, I'm not really 100% sure. My um, worst case scenario is Jonesy from Fortnite. I'm worried about that. Um, something I... I don't know. I'd say if I had another prediction, it would have to be something like either Crash or Master Chief or Doom Slayer or something. 
Yeah, um, to be real though, I think worst case scenario is either a Pokemon or a uh, or a Fire Emblem character. Part of <laughs> yeah, that is worst case. Like, yeah, part of kind of wants to see that just to see the world burn. But yeah, I, I mean that or <laughs> so I'm very worried that we're actually gonna get Cinderace. Oh no! Yeah, Cinderace is the most boring option, so it would be possible. Yeah, I'm, I I feel like that's that. That might happen. That really might happen. So <laughs> we'll get a swerve, and it'll actually be Cranky Kong <laughs> or Funky I mean, Kong. I'd go for Funky. I mean, speaking of gorillas, like if they pick the grass starter from Gen Eight, I'd actually be happy about that because I love him so much. Yeah, but uh, Rillaboom is that is that his name? Yeah, Rillaboom. Yeah, I, I like Rillaboom. I think he of the starters, he's got the best design. And I'd like to see a bunch of like sound-based attacks and things, but that, if it had to be a Pokemon, I'd want it to be him. If he had to be from Gen Eight, but who knows? Yeah, I'd, I want I, the sixth character to have been a Sakurai pick. Yes, I I agree with that. If um, yeah, I if I could pick anybody, to be honest with you, I think the character that could uh, cap off Smash, um, in kind of the most ideal way for me. It's not even a game character, but it's still a very Nintendo character. Would be Captain N. And that would. would cool. Yeah, I have him use the NES, NES Zapper, and <laughs> all sorts of crazy nonsense. Captain um, N only has slightly more of a chance than Goku. Yeah, you're right. I think realistically, I think. Um, one character for me that would be really, really hype, of course, like, I would be jazzed for a Resident Evil character. Um, but I think Eggman would be a really great pick. And I think it's kind of overdue with, you know, to get another Sonic character in Smash. Oh, uh, yeah. When they announced Echo Fighters, I thought Shadow was a shoe in and then to find out that he wasn't, that was a big surprise, so... Yes. I, <laughs> man, <laughs> yeah, surprise, he's an assist trophy. It'll uh, be Ichiban from Yakuza. Yep. Hey, Nick, bring down your mic about 10%, okay? Can do. Thank you. Um, so, anyway, so uh, speaking of announcements of announcements, they also announced uh, an Animal Crossing Direct for October, as well as the uh, the long uh, the long predicted and data-mined uh, Rooster's Coffee uh, coming back, bringing back the Roost. Um, Yay. That's cool. Should have been in the game from the start. Should have been in the game, like, six months ago. I'm still pretty impressed that they're still improving on this game, like, almost a year and a half later. Yeah, that's what kind of gets me. So this this Direct is coming a year and a half, and, like, Animal Crossing is... It, they're just kind of known to, like, dump these giant information dumps on, you know, so to say, uh, just on Twitter. They'll just, like, upload a video and be like, hey, here's all your new content. Here you go. Have at it, and this must be pretty big. Then. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. Um, but I also have fallen off of this game super hard. Like I have, I've never fallen off of an Animal Crossing game this hard. Um, yeah. I mean, I fell off. I think last August, so it's been a while. But who knows? Maybe this will get me started again. But I do feel like if they're starting, if they're announcing it with um, Brewster then maybe there's way even more th better, th way better things to come. Yeah, there, there's gotta be, right? Like, 
I haven't been to my town, and I could not tell you how long. And but here's the thing: like I've let I've let my kids basically have the town, so I'm sure it's like a post-apocalyptic wasteland by now. Um, so we'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, I I'm interested to see what what they're what they're planning to have for uh for you know this this new update, and I'm interested to see how big they're willing to go with it. So I'm definitely going to check it out for sure. 100% yeah. I'm going to check it out. We know that there's a possibility that there could be new villagers added by this because they just announced a new series of villager cards for Animal Crossing and pretty much everybody is accounted for already. Oh, that's pretty that's pretty cool. I'm 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 about that. I am absolutely about that. So, uh, it's just going to be Anka too. Uh, <laughs> of of course. So, all right, so moving on, um, I one there there was a trailer that I was actually like super surprised that we got, and that was Splatoon three. Now, I'm not a big Splatoon fan. Uh, Cass, I don't think you're a big Splatoon fan either. No, I, I really couldn't care less. Um, Nick, are you are are you into Splatoon at all? I mean, you might as well call me the the Nintendo boy because yes, I do rather like Splatoon. <laughs> How did this trailer make you feel? So i i was I was just um, I was just looking forward to seeing exactly what sort of environment we were going to expect from it because the way Splatoon works is whoever, whichever of the two announcers in the game wins the final um, showdown between who do you like more. Uh, determines the plot line for the story for the next game. Yeah, that's right. That's what they did with the in the the final Splatfest of the first game. <laughs> I remember yeah. that. At least the first one was just oh, just pick between which girl you like the best. But then with this last one, it was more than that. It was one was order and one was chaos, and chaos won. Mm-hmm. So they show post-apocalyptic area for the story mode for this game. So I was looking forward to seeing how crazy it would actually get. And then we see the return of mammals, which had been extinct in this post-apocalyptic squid uh, wonderland. I think they're called mammalians. Yes, and it's just—it's so weird because <laughs> it's an octopus tentacle with hair on it. <laughs> yeah, that's what they do. They just take like ocean critters and put hair on them. You know, it's it's... thing. But it's just—I'm excited for it because it just looks so fun. And then seeing all the different weapons because. They first showed off the bow, which is a weapon that I've personally wanted for a long time. But then they show off things like this um, crab drone machine. Yeah, thing. I saw that. I was like, "Could you? Can you play as the crab? Can I play as the crab?" I thought it was a special move, but they showed it off like it was just a regular weapon. So I guess that's what it is. That's pretty dope. So, and then they have like a sort of uh, a Spider-Man or I guess Squid-Man um, super move where you, you use your tentacles to sort of just. Um, uh, I guess just go all over the place like um, Spidey's webs to attach to a surface and pull yourself towards it. I guess more like a hook shot. But yeah, it, it's looking really interesting. All the, They showed off all those cool new weapons and tools and things and a little bit of a sneak peek into the story mode with the mammals. So I'm hoping that they sort of go the route they went with the Octo expansion because the first the original story for Splatoon 2, it was fun but it wasn't as gripping as the Octo expansion, so I'm hoping that they've got, they sort of blended the two a little bit, like what worked for both. 
in order to make just a really fun experience for that. But uh, it, time will tell, but I enjoyed a lot. Yeah, as long as we get a jam as good as uh, Nasty Dynasty uh, that they use to reveal uh, <laughs> reveal Octave Expansion, then I'm good. That's all I need out of the next Splatoon game is just a, just a good jam. Uh, I, I will regularly grade papers and things listening to Splatoon music because it, it's just... Nice. Great. All right, so... Um, so real quick, the, the, uh, we, you know, we just kind of rushed through a couple, a couple of other things before we get to, you know, some of the big meaty stuff. Um, Deltarune uh, Chapter Two come uh, Chatter dropped on Switch, which is awesome. Um, uh-huh. Got some more information on Mario Party Superstars, showing off, you know, these the last boards, uh, including Horrorland, which is super dope um, yeah. for, uh, yeah, for, for that game. I'm actually really looking forward to that game. Uh, for people who like Mario Golf, uh, they showed off some more Super Rush DLC, which is awesome. You know, free content that's always good to good to have. Uh, I Cal- haven't played it, but it's cool to see Ninji in something. That was really cool. That made me really happy. <laughs> that for sure. Um, Castlevania Advance Collection Shadow dropped. That's awesome. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, we wanted to give a nice little shout out to Gwensdays uh, in the chat, who said she has come here for Nick content, and Aww. we we have the most sarcastic Nick. Uh, on the planet, so... We've got more Nick content than you can shake a leg at. Absolutely. Uh, So, uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic getting boarded to Switch. Um, That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I I think I'm gonna get that one, because I I missed KOTOR back in the day. I never got into it, and I'm seeing this on the Switch, and I'm like, ooh, ooh, okay, sure, let's do it. Um, I can't play it anymore without mods uh, especially like the widescreen mod or the one that unlocks a lot of the dialogue that was cut from the game but oh, okay for people who haven't played it yet definitely hop on that yeah gonna gonna hop on that definitely um hyrule warriors age of calamity is getting a uh oh excuse me uh i believe their final dlc their second wave of dlc um which adds some new new story sequences uh i'm interested in it i don't know that i'm gonna jump on it because like I liked Hyrule Warriors, but I wasn't like in love with the game. Um, but if the DLC is good, I might jump into that. New feature, like half the FPS. I mean, you can't you can't half zero, so I, <laughs> uh, it's a fun demo. But yeah, I I stopped playing a while ago, but it, it'll be cool to tune in for a little bit and get that little bit. Plus, getting able to being able to actually use the scientists in battle. Is gonna be yes, I, I love that Robbie's got like Doc Ock like guardian arms. <laughs> Those guys are cool. Yeah, Robbie. like it, okay, so it, like I will say this: if you haven't played Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity, um, I do recommend it. Like if it, like if it goes on sale, you can get it for like forty bucks. That, I think that's a great price to jump into because it shows what a a big budget Zelda story could actually be, and it's kind of crazy just to see like. Zelda have the present like a really big AAA presentation, um, and you know I mean even if you don't want to spend the money, I think watching the the story on YouTube is kind of a cool thing to do just just to see because uh, their their depictions of all the characters from Breath of the Wild are really great, and I love watching all of them interact together. So um, definitely want to check it out. So all right, so this next game I want to talk about because I'm really excited. Chocobo GP looks amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I started uh, watching this, I was like, that's a Chocobo. That's Gilgamesh. I see Steiner in there. I see Vivi in there. Oh, I'm in heaven. <laughs> yeah, and the world map music from Final Fantasy IX, and Alexandria as a racetrack. <laughs> it makes me so happy. Oh, Lord. So... Uh, for those of you this who- This lines up with some rumors lately, but we'll talk about that in a second. Yes, yes, please, yeah, because I want to hear the rumors. Uh, so, yeah, so Chocobo GP, GP is basically Mario Kart, but with Final Fantasy. Uh, and, like, I, I, I- Has this been a thing before? I feel like this has been a thing before. Yep. Okay. Alright, that's good to know. So, like, I'm watching this and I'm seeing, like, okay, when you pick up item boxes in this game, you get a Final Fantasy spell, and if you build that up, you get the higher level of that spell, and I'm like, oh, that's genius. All of this looks amazing. I'm... Oh, I'm there day... I am there day one. And like in uh, Mario Kart Double Dash, every racer has their own special ability. That is amazing. I am really stoked about that. Which yeah. I guess may have also been in Crash Team Racing. I can't remember. I do, it doesn't matter because I, I like I love Crash, but like the fact that like this has like the Chocobo's got like roller skates. Oh um, yeah, I mean I I'm a Gilgamesh main from day one. <laughs> you give me anything Final Fantasy IX related, and you put it in a go kart, and done, done. Take my money. I mean I can never resist Black Mage because just the, the the little eyeballs, the hat, and everything just uh. That's going to be fun. And I think it may specifically be Vivi. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is specifically Vivi. Um, just the way that... Uh, that the, the way that the character is designed, I was just like, oh, this doesn't look like a standard black mage, because like standard black mage ha mages have like, just like blue robes, whereas Vivi has like his little coat with, the, with the, uh, his folded up sleeves with the buttons on them. It's a very specific pattern. I saw Steiner in there as well. Um, I think the white mage might be uh, generic, but yeah, uh, there's also a behemoth. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, so, oh, okay. all right, all right. Which Final Fantasy character do you want in the game cast? Sephiroth. Sephiroth. Nick. Well, who you got? Uh, Cactar. That's a good one. Oh yeah. That's ooh, like Tonberry is another good. Oh yeah. Oh Lord. I want. Oh jeez. Oh god, this is such a hard pick. If I had to pick just one. I'd take Tifa. Tifa or uh or Setzer. That'd be cool. Ooh, uh my my second pick would be Orin. Ooh, ooh. Um what about um Give me I... <laughs> Give me uh Tella from FF4. Oh yeah, his special is casting Meteor. Yeah. And you know what happens after that. Yeah, that's Good. what I was thinking. <laughs> you have five seconds to finish the race or die. Uh, spoilers, sorry. Broke. <laughs> Here. Oh. Oh, I'm about it. So I'm I'm really I'm really stoked for that. Um, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on this, uh, but can we talk about the fact that Act Razor is a thing in 2021? That's pretty awesome. Who asked for this? I, I mean, like I'm, that the animation is janky and kind of looks like a, a crossbreed between like uh, stop motion animation and claymation. I mean, it's kind of like that one other game that got um, was oh, gosh, I just completely forgot the name of it. The one with the little knight that's wandering around. Ghosts and Goblins. Yes, um, the fact that that got an HD remake is just like, are we just doing this sort of thing for all these old games? 
I mean, I don't I have any so. problem with it. I have no, like, because ActRaiser, if you haven't played it, is very unique. Um, I haven't spent a whole lot of time with it, but I, I've played it a, a, a decent amount. And it's it's kind of wild. I can't believe that they're remaking this game. It's kind of crazy. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm here for it. I don't know that I'm going to buy it. Uh, I kind of want to... I kind of want to see what it's going to be like. And it's already out, I think, right? Is it out? Did the shadow drop? Uh, I think it did. Yeah, I think you're right. I do believe that you are right. Yep, it's out already. Okay, cool. So, uh, anyway. Uh, so, moving on. So, this is this is one of the bigger announcements of the, uh, of the Direct. Uh, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, which is Kirby's kind of first foray into 3D. Um... But it's set in this like weird post-apocalyptic city, and I'm I'm really interested in it. Uh, what were y'all's reactions to the uh, to this trailer? About time. Yeah, it really is. So, oh, Nick, you there? Yep. Sorry. Um. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm looking forward to it, but it's yeah. Kirby deserved a 3D game for so long. And um, we got a little taste of it with Air Ride, but this looks new, it looks fun, it looks cute. So, and I'm just, I'm looking forward to it. I love the Kirby games. Yeah, like, I'm not huge into Kirby. Like, uh, there's there's a, quite a few games that I do really like. And uh, I've always had a little bit of a fondness for the series, but nothing nothing very much. But this is uh, this is definitely one of the most interesting, uh, interesting approaches that they've had in a really long time. Um, I was talking to uh, one of our previous guests, uh, Daryl, earlier, at you know from over at the Nintendo Jump podcast. Go check them out if you haven't. They're a good, good group. Um, and he was saying that like he he just got like this vibe that Sakurai may have actually worked on this game, and like it's it's out there enough that I could kind of see it. I feel like I would have to see the main menu to the, to really know if Sakurai made it or not, but. Um, that's just something interesting that I thought I would mention. I like that this is a Kirby game in a post-apocalyptic city. Yeah, right. What was that? That there was a Twitter post going around where it's like, oh, Kirby games get wild after you know when they start with like Kirby's cookie getting stolen. So there's no telling how insane this one is going to get. Kirby will have to kill multiple gods in this game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's. Doesn't That's usually just a Sunday morning for Kirby, though. It really is. Kirby lore is a whole thing. There's YouTube videos delving into it. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. That's that's a fun rabbit hole to go down if you've never gone through and looked at uh looked at Kirby's lore. It's kind of crazy. Kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 looking forward to this one. It's uh, launching next year. Uh, sometime in the spring, so it's it should be pretty cool. Should be pretty cool. Um, then uh, we also got the announcement that Nintendo Switch Online is uh, launching their expansion pass, um, which it now is going to include Nintendo 64 games, and this one kind of shocked me. Uh, Sega Genesis games. That did that came out of nowhere. Um, so how, how are y'all feeling about this, <laughs> them adding 64 games and then, of course, adding these, uh, these Sega games coming up? I mean, I, I was really, really hoping that they'd add Nintendo 64. Sega Genesis, 
caught me by surprise. But I'm looking forward to it. I'm a little sad that it is going to cost extra. I guess it'll just depend on like how much extra. But the fact that here we can have all these classics, including Banjo-Kazooie of all games, and all just Sega Genesis as a whole is a huge surprise. I'm looking forward to it. It's just, I don't know, I, I, so many things I wasn't expecting. Because I was sort of expecting it with the controller leak announcement. Um, so, and it'll just be nice to have some Nintendo 64 games on the Switch to make it just, you know, have everything in the same place and get to show my wife what Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask are like, because she loves watching me play the Zelda games. Yeah, yeah, it's, um, so, the fact that Banjo-Kazooie is going to be on Switch, my money is gone. I do not care how much this costs, I, I need Banjo-Kazooie on my Switch. And that's that. And the fact that I also get my second favorite Zelda game, Majora's Mask on the Switch, that I get to play um, Mario Kart 64, Star Fox 64, and F-Zero X all online, as well as uh, Mario Tennis 64, like, I'm in. I'm, 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 I'm in. I'm excited for Sin and Punishment. That was a good poll. That made me really happy that they decided to include that game. Now, I'm really hoping that we end up getting some more games that weren't shown. Um, yes. Like games that were data mined for the Wii U that never actually came, like Mischief Makers or um, Bomberman 64. That'd be pretty awesome. Bomberman uh, 64 would be great online. Yeah, for sure. Um, I but feel- other than that, I'm just uh, curious to see what the expansion pack's price is. Yep, uh, we'll find out next month. <laughs> Time will tell, but I mean, yeah, it's, as much as we were thinking it might happen, I mean, with the past Nintendo Switch Online games, so many of them have just been not unheard of that I was thinking, okay, we'll get like a few mainline titles and then a bunch of games that I've never played or never really seen. But then so many just big name games. So I, I'm just, if they're coming out with that, then I'm just excited for where it's going to go. Yeah, so... <laughs> What, the uh, good what, news on that front is that there are hardly any games on the N64, so we should get all of them. Oh, oh, you, you say that, and then they put Chameleon Twist 2 on there. Uh, I mean... Can we get Gex the Gecko, please, God? Please! <laughs> it's Gex I have time, been demanding baby. the return of Gex forever. <laughs> I, I, oh. I need outdated 90s references. <laughs> we, we need our, our Gex reboot as well. Uh, it's tail time, damn it. <laughs> Oh, goodness. So, it it really, though, what kind of caught me by surprise was um, the one big omission that they didn't mention at all for the N64, and that's Super Smash Bros. Like, having Smash 64 not come to the service is is just kind of bizarre to me, and that's kind of what I was looking forward to the most is being able to just natively play Smash 64 online and just have that as a game, because that's a really fun game, and a lot of these uh, new kids, like, with all the creativity we've seen out of new players uh, coming in and, like in Smash 4 and Smash Ultimate, to see what they could do with Smash 64's crazy combo system would be really, really cool, but, you know, who knows what's going to happen with it now. I mean, Maybe someday. Yeah, yeah I mean, I in the sky... Um hope is that they announced that one being on the service in the Smash Direct, like mm-hmm. towards the end of 
hey, by the way, we're putting this in there too. That would just be really funny. But I don't that, know, one. Yeah, that would that would be a cool announcement. Um, <laughs> we're releasing Melee HD. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. So, and also looking at the lineup of the Sega Genesis games, of course we have another way to now play Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Um, but the, the one that, Sonic. Yeah, the one that jumped out to me that they have in here is Castlevania Bloodlines. I think that's pretty good. Uh, especially it's cool that they managed to get that what with, with all of the uh, collections going on right now. <laughs> well, Castlevania Bloodlines is already on Switch via the Castlevania collection. Um, All right. Yeah, which you can you can consistently get for five bucks, and uh, to be honest, like that's a, that's a good collection. That is a really good collection. That's also why I, I want to pick up the Castlevania Advance collection at some point as well. Um, but like, you've got you know on that collection you've got Castlevania one two or yeah one two three, both the NES and the Famicom versions. You've got Castlevania four. You've got Castlevania Bloodlines. Um, it's a, that's a good collection, and the Game Boy and games Kid too. Dracula. Yeah, and Kid Dracula. That's a good collection, and when it's on sale for like five bucks, yeah, it's it's a no-brainer. It's an absolute no-brainer. So yeah, I, I was, have no doubt that the advanced collection will eventually go down to that price as well. Yeah, you know that was ported by M2. That's cool. Yeah, that's that's a good studio for that. I, um, speaking of Castlevania, I'm excited to play Aria of Sorrow again. Yes, I'm excited to play it for the first time. Me too. I, yeah, I keep hearing good things, and now it's going to be accessible. Yeah, yeah, that's the, this Castlevania collection is such a good thing, because, like, this was that era of Konami where they were coming, like, hot off the heels of Symphony of the Night. So pretty much every game in that collection has just been highly, highly rated. So, And a lot of these is stuff that I missed, because this was, like, after I got out of the series. Um, but now that I'm kind of back into it, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, they've also got Strider here on the, uh, on the, uh, Sega Genesis collection. Definitely looking forward to checking that out. And if there was any one game that I want them to add to, uh, to the Sega Genesis, co Genesis collection, I want Mega Man The Wily Wars. Port it, cowards. Port yes. Wily Wars. Do it, Capcom. Ca Capcom already acquiesced, or they, they decided that they would put Breath of Fire, uh, Two, I think, on the SNES one. Both of uh, Breath of Fire one and two are both on the uh, SNES uh, NSO. Yeah. I mean, I know that there are no other Mega Man games on it, but Wily Wars is such an odd duck that they could easily justify just putting it there. And it's a really good collection of games. It's a, it's sixteen bit remakes of one, two, and three. Like yeah. it doesn't handle quite as well as the NES games, but. It's still a really cool experience if you've never played, like, never played it. Honestly, like, even with all, without all that stuff, the Wily Tower mode itself is worth it. Oh yeah. Um, and, and Nick, Nick, are you familiar with Wily Wars? I actually am not because the first time I played Mega Man was on my 3DS in college. So. Oh, nice. So Wily Wars is a uh, is, is a is a collection of Mega Man one, two, and three, where it's it's 16-bit uh, visual remake. Think uh, the, the equivalent to Mario All-Stars, uh, but for Mega Man 1, 2, and 3. However, when you finish those games, you unlock a mode called Wily Tower, where you can take every single ability from 1, 2, and 3 and go through a shortened original Mega Man game with, uh, like, with a mix and match of like any of those abilities. Oh my god. Yes. Okay, yeah. yeah. And new bosses. Yeah, with new bosses. Yes. Okay, I'm sold. Yeah, it's really cool. 
Um, the only way that you can play it right now is via the Sega Genesis Classic or Piracy. Which we uh, don't condone here on the, uh, the, the Get Equip Pod Show, right, Cass? And fabulous. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, <laughs> after that little tangent, so uh, let's see if there's any other headlines really need to touch on. Okay, one, one more before we get to the big one. Um, Bayonetta 3, after 10,000 years, finally got shown off. <laughs> and it looked really cool. <laughs> Um, yeah, didn't expect that one. Uh, well, so so there was there was a slight leak uh, thanks to Nintendo prior to the uh, to the direct, and uh, that leak was the the a screenshot from Kirby and the fact that Bayonetta three was releasing in 2022. So I was like, oh, okay, there we go. I, yeah, Bayonetta's going to be in there. So when they were just like, oh, we have one more trailer, I'm like, here it comes. And uh, look, this looks great. Um, I've still, yeah. yeah, I've still got to go through the first game on my PC, uh, and I'll maybe eventually pick up the second game on Switch, but, uh, this looks great. This looks like a lot of fun. So the first game is good, but the second game is insane. <laughs> um, I definitely recommend playing the second game, even if you don't play the first one. <laughs> okay, I'll keep that in mind. How are you feeling about Bayo 3, Cass? Because I know you're... Pretty big Bayo fan. I think it looks pretty rad. I, I like Bayo's new hairstyle. I I'm curious about why they replaced the voice actors for Bayonetta, but the only thing that I can figure is I, I've seen a lot of people comparing um, her new her new hairstyle for Bayo three to what was shown in the uh, I guess in one of the anime OVAs where uh, she's a little kid. Oh yeah, where. She's a, a little Cereza. Yeah, a little yeah, Cereza. Yeah, it's the same hairstyle, so it could be an alternate timeline Bayo. Yeah, and she looks younger than she does in Bayo 2 by quite a quite a big margin. So, yeah, so or possibly a prequel as well. Yeah, so that's that's kind of what I'm thinking, either split time. I'm thinking split timeline just because of like the teaser trailer bit that they had released, where she like fell into pieces, and it but it was like Bayo one looking Bayo. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm making theories of a game series that I have only delved into for about two hours. Maybe we'll see three Bayos. Bayonetta into the Bayoverse. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 about it. I have yeah, and the other one is going to be Smash Four Bayo. Oh no, that's going to oh. be Ultimate's last DLC character is going to be Smash Four Bayo. I do love those memes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nick, are you uh, are you into Bayonetta at all? I actually have not gotten a chance to play it. I think I've tried to get the game before with no luck, but I don't know. I'll I'll probably see if I can check it out at some point. Because, yeah, I was watching the trailer with my wife, and she thought it looked pretty cool, too. I mean, I, I love the huge monsters in this one, and I've always been, like, intrigued by it. I don't know. Maybe I'll watch a Let's Play or something, but it does look pretty cool. I mean, how can witches with guns and giant demons and things not be amazing? So Exactly. I check it out. Yeah, it's um, it's that's one of those things. That it looks really cool. Uh, I do like the first, the one I've played of the first one. I, I like those games are expensive on the Switch. 
They are so expensive on the Switch. I got the first game on Steam for $5. But, like, looking at the price tag on the second one on Switch, I'm just like, oh, jeez. I managed to get the second one on Switch as a physical copy. And oh. I'm holding on to that. Were you able to get the first game on, on the digital copy of it? No, it was a used game, so the, the code was already uh, used up. Ah, dang, that's a bummer. Um... It's alright, like, it's easy to get Bayo 1 on PC. Yeah, it, it, it really is, and plus, running that game in 2K is great! Uh, so, yeah, no yeah. No, no problems there. And uh, But yeah, Bayo 3, I think, looks really great. I'm, I'm all about the kaiju battles. Um, I love kaiju fights, and I'm about it. I just didn't like when the spider, the big spider monster showed up, and then I was <laughs> with my wife and then she went behind my neck and like tickled it and because she knows how much i hate spiders so <laughs> uh. oh that's so. funny yeah so yeah bayo 3 looks really really great it has a. Uh, I really like i really like her new design um i'm kind of with you cast i'm not sure like i think that i'm hoping that that's a story related reason that they've replaced the voice actress and if you know maybe we if we do get to see like an older bayo like a Bayoverse type thing going on. Hopefully, the original voice actress will be at, will be back because she is absolutely fantastic in that role. Oh yeah, she's incredible as Bayo. Um, yeah, Helena Helena Taylor. That's that's who she is. She's uh she is great, and we'd really really hope to see her back. Um, whoever is voicing her now did a good job. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, one thing that I thought was really interesting was uh, one of the uh, former Scalebound developers was talking on Twitter, uh, saying that he noticed that some of the um, uh, some of the concepts and stuff that they had built for Scalebound uh, had somehow made their way into Bayo Three, and I thought that was actually super interesting. Yeah. So, anyway, neat stuff, neat stuff. So, are you uh? We may just scan down the list to make sure we're not forgetting anything. Um, let's see here. I had to block my eyes for the Metroid Dread thing because I had a feeling it was going to be spoilery, and then my wife it, told me when my eyes closed, oh yeah, good, yeah, cover your eyes. It's a little spoilery. Yeah, I, I kind of don't want to even talk about that trailer because there was a spoiler, like, there were spoilers in it. Like, Nintendo, stop showing me this game. It's coming out in two weeks, stop it. Like yeah, it's but I mean, yeah, the game looks fantastic. Um, I've actually been streaming, uh, uh, streaming Metroid Zero Mission. We I just finished that up a couple of days ago, and uh, I'm gonna try and start up um, uh, uh, Fusion uh, Tuesday, Tuesday this upcoming week, and that one's gonna be interesting because that is a game that I have actually never gotten into. Um, oh. Yeah, I've beaten Zero Mission several times while I was growing up. I've beaten Super Metroid once, and um, and but I've never played Fusion, so. And if uh, you don't want to watch Cody play it, you can watch uh, Sophie's VODs. Yes, so uh, so our other host Sophie also recently played through it, and uh, you, uh, I'm, I'm, we're, there's going to be a link to her YouTube channel in the show notes. Uh, but she also just completed her playthrough, and she has all of her VODs uploaded to her YouTube channel, and you should go check them out. Yep, I started watching. Good times. Yes, uh, yeah, I was gonna yep. say, Nick, you. I think you and I were both in the chat for quite a quite a huge chunk of that uh, of a uh, of those streams. There's a lot of good times. Um, all right, so 
Are y'all ready for this? Oh. <laughs> so, this guy, Shigeru Miyamoto, <laughs> decides, hey, I'm going to interrupt this Nintendo Direct to just light the internet on fire. And not entirely in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Miyamoto-san finally <laughs> finished watching his first Guardians of the Galaxy movie. <laughs> At, right after watching Pineapple Express, <laughs> and then and School he's got of some Rock news for us. Key and Peel. <laughs> okay, so this, so Miyamoto comes out and says we have some news about the Super Mario Brothers movie uh, with our partners at Illumination, and here's the cast that I'm just like, oh no, here it comes. And the first thing that pops up on screen is Mario is played by Chris Pratt. He's so cool. And I'm just like, oh no. I lost it. I, I was in tears for a solid 10 minutes. Like, I, I could not contain myself. And my laughter just became even more intense with every single following announcement. <laughs> so. I, okay, so Go ahead. Charlie Day as Luigi is inspired. That's that's yeah. a that's a good one. That's a it, good okay. one. Yeah, it started awful, but after that, it got better. <laughs> yeah, some of these aren't aren't bad. So um Chris Pratt as Mario, that's a bad pick. Um and not even just because of who Chris Pratt is and what he does. Like, this is just a bad pick because He's, he's just not that interesting. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, if you need more proof of that, just look at his character from the Lego movies. He's yeah. Dull as, uh, dish, eh, dull as dishwater. Yeah. I mean, I've been in Parks and Rec, and that, that's where it stops. That was when he was still okay, and then he, he got buff for Guardians of the Galaxy, and then he got boring. Yeah, so... Exactly. Then, yeah, so then Princess Peach being played by uh, Anya Taylor-Joy... I don't know a lot about this girl, so I can't make any judgments on if I think she's going to do a good job or not. Uh, are either of you familiar with her? I'll have to actually look her up to see if I'm actually familiar with her. Uh, what? I mean, isn't that new, uh, that one chess show that I haven't gotten a chance to watch yet? Uh, Queen's Gambit, I think is what it's called. Oh yeah, I mean, she's supposed to be good in that. From what I've been told, she, she would be a decent pick just on people who've seen her and have an idea of how she'd be as Peach, but yeah, personally I don't know, but from others it sounds like she might be an okay pick. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see. And, you know, as stated before, uh, Charlie Day playing Luigi, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a perfect cast. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, I'm I'm pretty okay with that. I... <laughs> just seeing all the all the fan art on Twitter of just Luigi being inserted into all of his different roles is... Mario, I am not going inside that mansion! <laughs> and that is exactly why I'm I'm for this. <laughs> so. I mean, it, it makes me sad that we didn't get um, Danny DeVito as Mario to accompany him, because that also would have just been hilarious. No, he no, can no. still be Wario. No, he needs that, to be Yoshi, because he needs to offer us an egg in this trying time. 
<laughs> Let's just get the, like the cast of Always Sunny to play all the characters. That's fine. I'm totally cool with that. <laughs> oh goodness! And then uh, Jack Black is playing Bowser. <laughs> I actually kind of like that casting. Oh, I do too. That's that's another one of those. I'm just like, okay. If he doesn't get at least one musical number, I'm gonna be upset. But I love Jack Black. He's a national treasure. I'm I. <laughs> I share a birthday with him, so I have to like him. Really? Um, oh, the, the the lore deepens. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, and also, I saw him live once, so that was cool. Yeah. At a Proto Men show, of all things. Yeah. You know, uh. I should. I, should I didn't get to see Tenacious D. I saw Proto Men. <laughs> yeah. I should, um. I should email one of the Proto Men and see if I can interview them again. <laughs> Not even talk about anything, but just talk about something. But anyway, so this, this one's probably my favorite Toad. Being played by Keegan Michael Key, amazing. Yes. I oh, here here's my hope. Here's my hope, and here's my dream. I hope it's not just like a character named Toad. I hope it's the entire race. Yes, exactly. It's just voiced by Keegan Michael Key. <laughs> that would make me so happy. That would make me so 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 happy. You have no idea. Also, Kevin Michael Richardson is comic. <laughs> yeah. It's just everything we know about all the sounds that the Kamek makes, and then he's Kamek. It's just oh, that's gonna be hard to to get used to. A guy that I mostly associate with voicing like the deepest voiced villains you can think of, like <laughs> he was Saravok a long time ago in Baldur's <laughs> Gate, and he was Shredder in like the 2012 <laughs> MNT. Oh jeez, that. <laughs> oh god, yeah, I I can't wait, I can't wait because this sounds like it's gonna be a beautiful train wreck. Now, jury's out if it's gonna be as beautiful of a train wreck as the 1993 film, or yeah, 93. Impossible. Yeah, you're you're probably right, but it can be a train wreck like in a bad way, but it can't be as a beautiful train wreck in the same way. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah, because like that that movie, which we've actually talked about on this podcast before, was oh that was that was something. That movie it's is that was something. <laughs> um, and it's really funny because you're seeing a lot of people online now who are just now discovering that that movie was a thing, and I love it because <laughs> they need to make it available digitally so more people can see it. No, okay, so that movie right now at the time of this recording uh, on June, or not June, September 24th, it is like, <laughs> yeah, I, I can't, I, I've lost an entire whatever sense of time I had left. Um, it is available for like four bucks on Amazon Video right now, and you can buy it for five dollars on DVD from Target. And I, I'm kind of thinking next time I go to Target, I just want to grab it. Just I just want to have it. I just want to have the movie. I think I need to possess it as well. Yes. Yeah, like I have a, I have a, like I've got a copy of the uh, the, the Zelda cartoon, which will forever be tainted by a horrible person's signature. But I just, it's something that I've got to have in my collection that I bought from a CVS <laughs> in the backwoods of TV of uh, Tennessee. I have a few DVDs of the Super Mario Brothers Super Show somewhere back home at my parents' house, but. Also, just classic. 
Yeah. I don't know if they still are, but like a lot of those episodes were on uh, Netflix. For yeah, a while. it's still on Netflix as far as I'm aware. But it doesn't have the Zelda show, so you can't like. Like, it'll show you a commercial for the next Zelda episode, but you don't get to watch it. <laughs> no, that's my favorite part of the DVDs, because they also have that. So I'd see all these sneak peeks of Zelda and just think, oh, I wonder what the show is like. I'd just get these peeks. <laughs> oh, Cody and I have devoted an entire evening to watching the Zelda cartoon before. <laughs> we've, we've had a great time. Um, yeah. 10 out of 10. Highly recommend. Uh, and then, so, <laughs> Donkey Kong is also being voiced by Seth Rogen. What is this? <laughs> Here's what it's going to be. It's going to be weed jokes, but it's bananas. Who, who found this 4chan post and decided this is what we're going to make the Mario movie with? <laughs> I need their name. Real brain geniuses. <laughs> And I, I think my favorite part, my favorite part about all of this was just how how excited Miyamoto was, Miyamoto was at just how Hollywood he was being. He's so starstruck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's like, oh, look at me. I'm, you know, and uh, it's I got the big money actor for Mario. <laughs> oh, he's so cool. Not really, but all right. Um, Hearing uh, him call uh, Jack Black Jackson was amazing too. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Jack, that was Jack. that was that was kind of adorable. Um, so so over and over under. Do we think this movie is going to be so bad it's good, just regular bad, kind of okay, or actually a good movie? It's gonna be kind of bad but it'll be all right for kids is what i'm going to say yeah i would say it's gonna be not as good as the sonic movie but still has some potential yeah we'll we'll see like there's there's gonna be some stuff in there that's gonna be okay uh, it'll be better than despicable me yeah because uh it's being directed by uh a couple of the guys who worked on teen titans go and the teen titans go to the movies and I don't know if y'all have ever seen Teen Titans go to the movies, but that movie's got some crazy stuff in it. <laughs> I've watched the Teen Titans go episode where they meet Freakazoid. That one's good. Yeah, that, that's a good one. Like, there's so like a, a spoiler warning for Teen Titans go to the movies, uh, just to give you an idea of like what these people work with. There is a sequence in the movie where they like decide that they don't want the Justice League to like exist anymore. So they go back. They go back in time, and they do a lot of horrible stuff to the kid, like the Justice League kids. Like they, they. It's implied that they murder Aquaman by having him get suff having him suffocate in like a beer ring, you know, a six pack beer rings. Because like that's the last that you see of him. Then he's not in the future anymore. They end up saving Bruce Wayne's parents. Um, but then, like, when they get back to the to the present, they realize that all the villains have taken over because there's no Justice League. So they go back in time, and, you know, they, they, they save the ones that they killed, but then Robin, like, they, they take Bruce's parents away from him. Raven puts on uh, Bruce's mom's pearls, smiles, and then Robin shoves them into the, into the alleyway to get shot while smiling and give the, giving the camera a thumbs up. Oh god. It needed to happen. It needed to happen. 
Uh, Nick, I'm gonna send you this clip after after the show. Um, I need, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of what we're dealing with here. Um, I just I just want to avoid the joke, like I don't know the the quote unquote hip jokes involving like flossing and things. If we can avoid some of that, that would that would help. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, we 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 can only hope. So. Um. Yeah. With with all of that out of the way. I really do think this was really not a bad direct. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff in here. Bayonetta looks really cool. Kirby looks really cool. They Someone somewhere decided to bring back Act Razor, and I'm about it. Uh, getting some good updates to a lot of uh, a lot of the Switch's biggest games, which is really cool. Um, and, you know, got a new look at Splatoon 3, and the most beautiful casting I've ever seen, except for one guy. So, yeah. Not a not a bad time. Not a bad time. So, um, but yeah, I, I do believe that's probably going to wrap us up for the night. Um, Nick, where can they find your saxophone goodness? Uh, you can find me in the Discord server here, um, or you can find me on Twitter or in the Panda Discord server as well. I'm I'm around, and I'm more than happy to talk mostly Nintendo games because again, I am the Nintendo boy, um, and even some uh, music stuff too, because you know saxophone. Good times. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, the handle here. Yep, Good I'm man. around. Talk to people. Awesome. Well, and thanks for coming on, man. You know, I'm happy, you know, always happy to have you, and uh, you know, you're always, always, always welcome on. Always welcome on. So, uh, does anyone else have anything real quick they wanted to touch on before we before we wrap it up? Are we all good? I think that covers everything. All right, good deal. Well, uh, everybody, thank you all so much for tuning in. You can find all of uh, links to all of our social media stuff and everything uh, down in the show notes below if you're listening to this on Spotify. Um, and, uh, you know, one of the best things that you could do to support the podcast is really just leave us a good review and help feed the algorithm. That would very much help us, and we would appreciate it. Um, but anyway, uh, this is Cody from the uh, Get Equipped Pod Show, joined by Cass and Nick, and thank you all so much for listening, and we hope you have a great night. Take care. Bye. Bye.